Hello and welcome back to the Kicking Goals podcast. And today on the show, we have some AFL news. I have decided to scratch other sporting news because no one really does care about basketball, uh, rugby, cricket, or for that matter, any sport other than AFL. <laughs> this is jokes, but I'm not. I'm I'm sticking to AFL now. I have ditched other sporting news, but now that the AFL season's up, I should be able to get some more. Uh, some more news in compared to the off-season. Now, starting off with probably, I'd say, the most obvious subject, Jeremy Howe, with one of the most gruesome injuries we have ever seen. Uh, he broke his arm, for those who don't know. Um, so I think it was Mark Blitzars who had a really lopy kick into the back line and uh, Stengel was going to run onto it and mark it on his own and probably kick a goal. Uh, and then Jeremy Howe decided to come off his man and contest actually looked like he was trying to clean up Stengel, um, which I wouldn't be surprised if that's what he was doing, but then it ended badly for him anyway because he came down and broke his arm very badly. It looked uh, almost like a bow, basically. He looked fully bent back, so uh, it didn't look good for him, and I think he will be out for a fair while. Now, moving on to another subject, why Collingwood and Geelong will be the best two teams this year. Now, Obviously, the game before uh, on Thursday night, Richmond-Carlton was an okay game, 58-58, to pretty low scoring, and the skills on display weren't quite as good. Uh, obviously, there was some good defending in there because it was a low-scoring game, but Geelong, uh, Collingwood, I believe it was 103-127, to 125, which is a abs- really high-scoring game, and uh, their skills was just so much better. They were hitting targets almost all the time. Geelong didn't miss until like the third quarter, aside from a poster in the second quarter from Jeremy Cameron. And it was absolute it was an it was basically a masterclass of footy skills that game from both sides with Geelong's goal kicking accuracy, their field kicking, and then Collingwood's ability to find uh free men in the middle and being able to create numbers, which they did pretty easily towards the end of the game. Uh obviously Geelong took a while to warm up last year. Wouldn't be surprised if that's the same case this year, but when they were on, they definitely had Collingwood covered, and it's just if they can start to sustain that game plan, and I'm sure they will start to, it's just a matter of when. Now, moving on to another subject, Harry Sheasel has uh, got the most disposals on debut since 1991. I believe it was 33 or 30, something like that, from the half-back line on debut, which is amazing, over 30 disposals. I think Nick Dacos had something like 26, so he had a massive impact as North Melbourne flew oh, flew home, really, uh, after being up by 30 points, and then uh, West Coast came back, and then they were able to hold on, which was awesome. So both teams were looking good, and I, th- I still think they'll hang around the bottom four, but it's a great win for the uh, North Melbourne footy club and Alistair Clarkson to get his first game, make his first game a win. Um, so great job, Harry Sheasel, and great job, North Melbourne. Now moving on to my super coach outs, which I'm absolutely loving super coach at the moment. I've got Tom Stewart, Elliot Yo, Elijah Hollands, and Shannon Neal out. Tom Stewart injured, obviously. Elliot Yo was injured, but I feel like I'd, I could probably get a, get a better player than Elliot Yo, especially since he didn't play much footy last year. Elijah Hollands played okay, but I feel like he wasn't... Uh, 
didn't have the sort of impact I wanted him to have. And Shannon Neal did not play, so he doesn't have a spot on the side, and I think he's injured anyway. Uh, my motivation for picking Shannon Neal was I didn't think Hawkins was coming in until something like round three, so he's done really well to get in for round one and have a big impact. He played well, so I might need to uh, find a few good players in exchange for that after the uh, round is over. And now moving on to my tips, r- tipping results after Saturday, so after the first six games, I've had a, I've got four out of a possible six, and uh, I'll show you my tips around two. Now I've got Geelong to beat Carlton by thirty. As I said, I just feel like they look like a much better team than them, and a lot of other teams as well. I think someone said it on SEN today that Melbourne and the Bulldogs both didn't look very sharp. It was just Melbourne were able to outscore them like by a mile. None, neither of them looked very sharp. Sydney actually did look pretty good against Gold Coast, I'd say. Port Adelaide was pretty good. Brisbane looked a bit uh, melancholy, but I'm sure they, they'll be able to fix that. So I got Geelong by 30. Melbourne to beat Brisbane by 17 at the MCG. Melbourne definitely looked like a better side as of, uh, uh, as of round one, but I wouldn't be surprised if it goes the other way. And Collingwood to beat Port Adelaide by 20. Uh, this is all of a sudden a blockbuster game now that Port Adelaide are playing good, well, playing good footy after that, after round one. So, uh, if they both continue to play like that, then they'll both be very good teams. So, I can see it being a good game, but I feel like Collingwood are clearly a better team and they'll win by 20. Uh, Richmond beat Adelaide by 26. Adelaide looked okay at the start of the match today, but GWS ended up coming back and uh, beating them by 17 points, I think it was. So, they just ran out of legs. Uh, uh, however, it was very hot, so I'm not surprised. I think... GWS are also starting to run out of legs, especially since they had a slow start. They probably had a bit of energy saved for the second half of the game. So they did well uh, both sides, but I feel like Richmond will be able to outclass Adelaide. And now I've got Western Bulldogs to beat St Kilda by 19. Western Bulldogs, to put it frankly, didn't look good uh, last night. They did look good in the first half, or okay anyway, uh, but definitely not a premiership contending side uh, when, you, when you're when you watching them compare and comparing them to Geelong, Sydney, Collingwood, those sort of sides. Uh, so, but they're definitely a better side than St Kilda. But we haven't seen St Kilda play yet either. So uh, if they have a good win against Fremantle without Max King, without Tim Membry, uh, who knows how it's going to go. And without Jack Billings as well. So if they can get a win and kick a winning score, that'll be very impressive. Now, moving on to Fremantle to beat North by 24, no surprises there. Sydney beat Hawthorne by 32, probably no surprises there. Gold Coast beat Essendon by 20, no surprises there. Essendon are currently losing to the Hawks, I believe. The game's going on right now. And then West Coast to beat GWS by 16. In uh, in Perth, I did have this tip. I did tip West Coast while GWS were losing to Adelaide, thinking they're not looking good. But after that hot finish, I wouldn't be surprised if they can beat West Coast. But with Oscar Allen back, they've got a few important players back. I feel like they should get the job done over a young GWS side. Now, continuing my AFL pass mark series, starting off with Collingwood. I think their pass mark is a premiership, especially after last night. They've just con- uh, reju- or rejuvenated or reconfirmed their case as a premiership contending side. Uh, and they were able to finish off the game, which is something I said they needed to work on, and they did it really well. 
Uh, Geelong, their forwards weren't running. Uh, they didn't have very good run in, in the forward line. Geelong, towards the end of the game, they sort of just ran out of legs. And Collingwood capitalised. They were running off their men, uh, creating two-on-ones and just putting it straight back. And Geelong just couldn't do anything in the final 10 minutes. So that's great from Collingwood. And I'd love to see them continue continue that sort of footy and being able to finish off games. Because if they can do that, they can definitely win a premiership. Now, Essendon, I think their goal is to get out of the bottom four pretty bleak. But uh, Brad Scott is a good coach and he should be able to get them out of the bottom four, if not top 10. Because he took a very uh, average North Melbourne side into two prelim finals in a row. So there's no doubting, doubt in my mind that Brad Scott is a good coach. And now I've got Fremantle. Their goal or pass should be prelim finals after last year's performance, making the semi-finals as a young side. They've got some finals experience under their belt now. Uh, they're br- br- bringing in Luke Jackson. They did lose Rory Lobb, but I feel like Luke Jackson is a much better replacement for Rory Lobb. Uh, so they should have some experience, and they should be able to at least get to the prelim finals. And if they make the top four, it's almost a certainty because they are, even if they lose the qualifying final, I think they will win a semi-final. Um, but I think a goal should be to win at least two finals as well for them, especially if they finish out of the bottom, out of the top four and in the bottom four of the top eight. Uh, win two finals should be their goal, which I think they should be able to do. And now moving on to some new recruits play well. Ollie Henry for Geelong was a standout. Other than that chase down from Darcy Moore, which wasn't really his fault. Brad Close probably should have put on the Shepherd. Uh, and he played well. He was electrifying, really. And Isaac Rankin for Adelaide played really well in the first half. Jason Horn francis was amazing. 25 disposals, 7 clearances. Absolutely insane. Connor McKenna played all right. Picked up 20 touches for his new side. Uh, and Will Ashcroft looked okay. So... Uh, Mostly positives for new recruits. Tanner Broon probably didn't want to put him in there because get called biased, but watching that game a bit more intensely than I would watch other games, he did look like he had a pretty big impact and he should be a gun for the Cats in the midfield, if not this year, in the future. And Nick Larkin kicks six in massive win for the Kanga, 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 Roo, Roo, Roos. Yeah, that's massive for Nick Larkey. Hopefully he can do it against some better sides, which I'm sure he'll be able to do. And he still has some good defence on him. He had They have Jeremy Govan, Shannon Hearn down there, so it's not like he didn't have any competition because they do have a good backline, the Eagles, so he did really well. And now I've got a match review of Port Adelaide versus Brisbane. Uh, best on ground for me was Jason Horn francis As I said, 25 disposals, 7 clearances, absolute bull. Fending off Lockie Neal and dropping him. I'll see if I can put that up there. It'll amaze you. And his field kicking was good. He kicked a really good goal from 50 metres uh, with a one-handed ball chop while also holding off Lockie Neal. <laughs> Absolutely insane. Uh, Todd Marshall kicked four. I think he kicked the most goals of the game. Connor McKenna picks up 20 touches in his first game for the club. So Brisbane looked okay in the first half, uh, but nothing special from them. Nothing that looked like a premiership contending side. Uh, but Port Adelaide just looks so good out of the middle. Uh, and their back line off half-back, they were transitioning it really well, so they should be able to have a pretty decent year this year. And I think them making top eight is all but... Well, that's probably a bit early to say this, but I feel like they should definitely be a top eight side after showing us what they can do uh, against Brisbane, who probably will be a top four side. Now... Moving on to my other segment, who's kicked a goal this week? 
Okay, so who's kicked a goal this week? I've got a bloke who's come back after almost a year and a half of injuries. His team didn't get the win, but he came back. Uh, he's a very good talent, and he's Oscar Allen. He kicked two goals, uh, played a pretty good game for it, considering he's been out for almost one and a half years. It's just great to see young players like him get back after injury. Uh, so great job, Oscar Allen. And also, can't wait to see Tipper play. Obviously, great return from him. I didn't actually include him in my script, but that's a massive goal kick to get him back in the game. Awesome for the AFL, and it's awesome for the Essendon Bombers. So uh, that has been my ninth episode, I believe, of Kicking Goals, and I will see you next time on the podcast.